0: Welcome to How to Feel Better with me, Ruth Kudsey. How you feel better is an inside job and we're going to be delving into ways that you can enhance the way that you feel about yourself and lead a happier and more fulfilling life. I'm Ruth Kudsey, a master certified coach, best-selling author and coach trainer and I'm delighted to have you here. So I'm really happy today to have Enna Bautista on the show. She is a mindset coach for high achievers and go-getters. She supports them in creating thriving businesses that fund their lifestyle while staying true to their values with a regulated nervous system. She is definitely singing from the same hymn sheet as me. That is a lot of stuff that I really, really am passionate about too. (laughs) And Anna connected wonderful. with me on Facebook and she was telling me about her personal story and it really resonated with me as well. So if you'd like to, that's what we're going to dive into today. Really this journey of how you have got to where you are and how that has helped you to feel better.
1: Oh, wonderful. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so where would you like to start?
0: So you've said it's kind of been a five-year journey.
1: Where were you I, five I, I years Yeah, I'd say it's been even longer. Uh, In a way, I like to, not like to, but there is a clear divide in my my life, for example, 10 years ago and now. Approximately 10 years ago, I moved to the UK. And prior to that, I lived in Croatia, where any conversations about mental health are a taboo. I Mm -hmm. was not really interested in the personal development nor was this something that was encouraged and as someone who has experienced trauma I felt like okay this is going to be a burden that I will have to carry with me for the rest of my life and this is just going to be something that I won't be able to grow and just kind of accepted it that this is how my life is and as I moved here At some point, I started, I had a dream of becoming a VA Uh, Mm -hmm. at the time I was doing domestic cleaning and even the the move here was very, it stripped me of my identity and it took me a while to uh, find my footing. And as I was doing domestic cleaning, I trained myself to become a virtual assistant. And I did eventually become a virtual assistant. And that this is when I got introduced to the coaching world and where I fell in love with the coaching world. And as a virtual assistant, I hired my first coach. You know, being an expat and getting from a state of where you do not believe in yourself, where I thought, okay, this is the the cleaning was the only thing that I ha- was able to do. And then switching into virtual assistants and for the first time, having to show up online in different ways than expose myself in ways that I have never done before, it mm-hmm. brought up a lot of inner turmoil, insecurities, doubts. And I realized, oh, I need some help. And I got introduced to coaching world and hired my first coach ever. And she used uh, linguistic programming, NLP, in our coaching and this was kind of like where the bug hit me. I was like, oh my goodness, I love this. It offered me something that I've never experienced before. And it offered me a glimmer of hope that there's potentially something for me that I could, you know, become better, be better, feel better mm. with this. And coincidentally, as a virtual assistant, I started working with coaches. They were uh, my primary clients. Mm-hmm. and this is where I got you know as I started learning more about the coaching world this is where I even got more and more hooked into it and I started that journey and it started very slowly and I would say in comparison now versus then you know how to feel better looked very much different than and mm-hmm. how it looks now and um, I think That was one of the things that I didn't realize it's going to happen when I first started this healing journey and self-discovery. I knew I wanted to feel better. I, I couldn't specify what it was. I just wanted to feel different and I didn't have a lot of this vocabulary and it looked like a lot different. The breakthroughs were really, really big. You know, you clear something and you feel so much better and you could see the your progress. And now, I would say 10-ish years later, those breakthroughs feel a little bit different. Mm. Aha, moments come more in the quiet times, I would say. It's not like a, you know, big bang. Oh my goodness, yes. It's kind of layered, I would say. Because I've been on this journey for so long and discovering and rediscovering. Whenever I uh, learn another piece of information about myself, whenever I explore something about myself that I haven't before, Mm -hmm. it's kind of another layer to something that I thought I have processed already before. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I would say that this journey of growth Feeling better looks a lot different now. I would say mm. when I'm more matured into this rather than when I was at my beginner stages. Mm. So interesting,
0: isn't it? Like that evolution of yeah. how we grow and
1: develop. Yes, so- yes. In between, there were so many layers of, I would say, levels of this growth and uh, different experiences that contributed mm. to this. Yeah. So, Yes, it was, it was an interesting journey and each level or layer of this growth, personal growth and feeling better, uh, required a different approach, I would say. And not all techniques or modalities worked at those each points. Yeah. And I think this is one of the big things that I, you know, I wanted to emphasize is that depending on your growth depending on your personal uh, experiences different modalities different things will work I would say Mm. that's
0: such a strong message isn't it because often things are seen as a magic pill like this is gonna work this is this is the secret to your success but what you're saying is actually it depends on on a number of different factors
1: oh yes oh yes i think it really depends on i would say what works for you i would i would make a point to say that also neurodivergence brings something additional thing i would Mm. say over the years and just recently got i I would say not even a year ago i got uh, diagnosed with adhd Mm. And I noticed that uh, what a lot of people think works for everyone and they would sing it praises often doesn't work with people uh, with neurodivergence. And for me, I realized there was there was this point where I realized, oh, okay, there is something that doesn't work for me Mm. for a long time. I'd say that I thought there was something wrong with me. Mm. Why does it not work? Everyone is saying that this works. It should yeah. work. It should work this way. It yeah. should happen this way. And for me, it wasn't happening. And then you know there is this uh, dissonance between, or I would say, the difference of what I was experiencing and what I was going through, and what everyone was displaying as, oh, this, was, this is what helped me. Mm. Uh, this is what worked. And for me, it wasn't. It didn't. So it took me a while to figure out what worked for me. And how did you figure out what those missing (laughs)
0: ingredients were for you?
1: So I think the biggest thing was for me learning. So getting as more information as humanly possible. I I thank my ADHD for that. Uh, There's this love for learning and Mm. curiosity and wanting to really get to know myself. Yeah. Yeah. And the more I did get to know myself and the more I learned about ADHD and how it works and the things that work for me, because I've tried, I've tried it all. I've tried whatever was, you know, offered, whatever was available. And I tried to explore and see what works for me and what doesn't. And it was kind of hit and miss. So the more I learned about ADHD, the more I kind of learned about myself and this is where another layer of healing and growth happened because then when I understood myself better in the context of ADHD finally some of the things that I don't know some things from the past that I have done in terms of coaching have finally clicked into place It's like you start reviewing everything about yourself from the past. And this was a, you know, a process of also unmasking and reviewing all of the past events, big events that you have gone through, and then you see it with a a very different lens and it finally clicks into place. And that was another layer of healing because it finally felt like I have acknowledged something that I haven't acknowledged before. And it felt like I was finally validated for what I was experiencing. Amazing. So that validation,
0: and it sounds interesting that actually that insight from finding out that you've got ADHD Mm. actually gave you that freedom to go, I can now assimilate this information that I was told before.
1: Yes, yes. And then I'm not going to, you know... (laughs) I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was tough, you know, learning this and then reviewing everything and all of the learnings that I had and having to process it and now look at the things that I have learned about personal growth from my certifications with a bit of a different lens Mm. and kind of uh, reviewing that and having to uh, discern from those information from that information that I have learned before what kind of applies also to me because a lot of the things out there when you're learning in terms of the coaching and what works and tools mm. are not made with a neurodivergent mind as yeah. a thought and in terms of the courses and how you should run a business and everything and I've had to kind of step back and reevaluate. Okay what can I apply so that that I can restructure my business as well? Because a lot of my business was based or all of the foundations were with a neurotypical person in mind. And it was structured and I thought, okay, this is how I have to run a business, how I have to establish boundaries. Uh, So it took me a while to kind of process that and figure out what fits me, what doesn't. But that all came in place because I started to explore myself and, you know, get to know myself really, really well.
0: So that that deep self-awareness is one of the catalysts that
1: allowed you to go,
0: actually, I don't have to do it this way. Yes,
1: yes. And it gives you permission because then I finally gave myself permission to do it differently. Um, Mm -hmm. And just by giving myself permission, that is in itself is also healing I would say. Mm. Yeah so if p-
0: other people are listening to this and they either think they're neurodivergent mm. or they've recently got a diagnosis what would you say to them to help them on their path?
1: Oh um, <laughs> what I would say um, just to keep going to um, really find a community to learn as much as possible if you're just starting out to get informed Uh, to find a community of people who are like you and to listen to their voices, to connect with them as much as possible because I I would say a lot of the social media, certain social media and certain feeds and algorithms have contributed personally for me to the detriment of my mental health. Mm. And I've realized that As soon as I started being very selective, who do I follow? Yeah. As soon as I started connecting with people who are like me, I started feeling better.
0: Mm. Because
1: I would say the people that I was connected to uh, on social media, mainly Facebook, were neurotypical. And I was constantly bombarded with the information for neurotypical people. And I realized that it was really detrimental to my mental health because I was constantly comparing myself. As soon as I started curating my feed, that it fits with entrepreneurs who are neurodivergent Mm -hmm. and people who understand and know more about it. I started to feel better because it was in a way validating my experience. And I would say the more you get to know yourself, the easier it will be to discern where you are uncomfortable because it's an uncomfortable truth for you to learn something Mm -hmm. and where you need to explore what is behind that uncomfortable truth, whether it's guilt and shame and all that versus discerning what really does not resonate with you and is detrimental to your mental health. So I think discernment between, okay, where I need to learn and need to get a bit more uncomfortable versus I really don't resonate with this and it's not doing me any good. Mm.
0: And it's interesting, isn't it, when you're describing that, that actually it's it's recognising that, you're doing something that is actually fueling you not feeling better yes and when you were aware yes. of that that conscious choice to go I don't have to play in this on this yes. field anymore I don't have to follow these people
1: yes yes and it did I felt I felt so so much better as soon as I stopped following certain people it's not that there's something wrong with what they're doing you know they're yeah. speaking to their audience but I had to really be selective and think oh okay they're not speaking to me and to my experience so I had to be very intentional of who do I choose to follow
0: mm.
1: not because... intentionalness there's something yes. quite calm
0: about the way that you say that mm
1: yes very the commitment to my own growth and to my own healing and to me feeling better was behind what i put set out as intention and i thought to myself okay let me sit and be honest with me with myself here and explore what is it that is i would say i don't like to use this word but kind of triggering me and these you know when i see these posts Is it envy? Is it jealousy? Is it guilt or shame? And it took me a while to figure out it was neither of those. It was simply because it wasn't matching up to what I was experiencing. And it was kind of triggering within me the anger of being in this space and the space not being inclusive, I would say. And not considerate of the different ways of learning. And it was that, I would say, not anger, but kind of like frustration that uh, this is such a big field and it is not recognized that people have different learning needs. So, yeah, that was one of the biggest things for me. I think I have guilted and shamed myself for a long time and I followed those people for a long time out of guilt and shame and thinking that I was somewhat envious of what they were doing and how they were portraying
0: it's so interesting is it when we have this realization that actually we can do things differently as well
1: yes 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 i would say yes Uh, when you give yourself permission to do things differently and kind of detach or kind of make your own way from your teachers from the people that you have learned so much from Mm Uh, from the people that you have followed for so uh, such a long time that you respect and give yourself permission to, you know, forge your own path, to go in a different direction and unfollow and, and be okay with that. There's something so liberating with that.
0: Yeah, there is something so liberating. Yes, it is. So what I've heard today is really to feel better. It seems like it's a journey it, or it's been a journey for you into this acceptance.
1: Yes, yes. From um, self-exploration and get you know getting to know yourself and being aware where you are, where you want to go, learning, uh, I'm a big fan of learning, so I just go in and try to learn as much as possible about that topic. When you learn new information that you didn't know before, there is this aha and big breakthrough, a sort of a validation of your own experience Mm. no longer feel so alone and so how do you support people with this in
0: their own journey because that's part of what you do now as well isn't it
1: yes yes and what I do is when I was going through all of this Mm. there was not that many people talking about it I kind of tapped in the dark and tried to find my own way And there was no one to talk to that could kind of help me overcome this kind of obstacle and difference of what I was experiencing versus what I saw portrayed. And I had a few select friends who kind of helped me work through the emotions so I realized there was a gap in here, knowing that there are a lot more people out there feeling this way, the disconnect between, you know, the social media highlights and what they what they're experiencing behind the closed doors. And I support them to go through this self-exploration on a, I would say deeper level and help them work through the emotions that come up because there will be emotions that they will have to acknowledge and process and guide them i would say i combine coaching and mentoring guidance um i use uh, uh, these energetic tools i would say as well uh, to bring another element because i know that not everything works for everyone yeah I kind of mesh them all in uh, together to help them overcome that bridge where they get into that deep self-knowledge and become the, I would say, the sovereign of their own life rather than relying on external experiences, external teaching, and relying on everyone else's wisdom, but kind of step into their own wisdom. Mm.
0: How beautiful. I like that. Yes. Um, yes. yeah. I think we've had a lot of that. How, yes. be, how better way to feel better. Yes. So in terms of where people can find you, I know we're going to put all of these in the show notes, but yes. what's the easiest place for people to come and connect with you? And this is going to be out kind of towards
1: the end of October. Of course. Yes. So the best way to connect with me is via Instagram It's open to everyone. Uh, I think Facebook, sometimes it's difficult to find the connections and everything. Um, I'm bringing much more focus on Instagram. So best way to connect with me is there. And of course, from my website. And we'll share all of those links below. Thank you so much
0: for sharing your personal journey, the, the steps that you took. And I think that everybody is going to be able to take something from this, from that feeling of, not fitting in to recognising that you have the power inside you to make choices that are going to make you feel better. Thank you. Thank you. I hope that you've got some practical things that you can take away so that you can feel better. If you have enjoyed this episode or if you've got any feedback at all for me, hop on over to Insta, find me at Ruth Kidsey and drop me a message. I will be delighted to talk to you. Take care.